Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Nidarm daf chav ches. We left off on daf chav zayin amid beis at the Mishnah on the bottom of the page. Today's shir is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children and the Ilan Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha Aleha Shalom. And it's also sponsored by Eliza and Zavbelski, the Zecha Nishmas, Eliza's grandfather, who was nifted this past Shabbos, Yoshua Ben Tzvi, his Neshama Shev and Aliyah. We thank uh, both sponsors very much for these sponsorships. So the first thing we're going to discuss is a continuation of the discussion of Nidre Onsen. The Mishnah is going to bring three different machlokas between Beshamah Beshilel about particular types of Nidre Onsen when it comes to tax collectors or Ganavim that are trying to take something from you, and you might be able to ward them off with a uh, with a certain type of Nidre Onsen. So then the Gemara is going to discuss, well, wait a second, tax collectors, Dina, the Malchus Adina, why would you ward them off? You have a wonderful uh, obligation to pay the taxes. Dina the Malchus Adina. So uh, you have to pay your taxes. How could it be that you're going to try to evade uh, tax collectors? So the Gemara is going to uh, discuss a couple of possible answers. And then the Gemara is going to talk about that maybe the particular way that we're, dis- that, that we're describing evading a tax collector is by utilizing Dvarim Shebeleid. That you say one thing and then you think something else, a little extra in, uh, in, in your mind without uh, actually uh, verbalizing it, and that even though normally Dvarim Shebelev doesn't work, maybe in these situations Dvarim Shebelev actually counts. Then the Gemara is going to ask a stira between our Mishnah and uh, and the Brisa about the Machlokas Beisham Beisil with regard to Nidre Onsin, and we're going to have two resolutions to that stira between our Mishnah and the Brisa, and that brings us all the way down to the Mishnah on the bottom of Chavches Amid Aleph. And that, mish- that Mishnah is going to talk about a situation where you see that your trees are being threatened, there's some sort of storm that threatens to uproot your trees, or your talus, your clothing is being threatened, there's a fire that looks like it might chop your uh, your clothing and burn your clothing, and you make some sort of uh, nether lahektish. So the Gemara is going to talk about what exactly the circumstance of that nether is, and what does the Mishnah really mean later when the Mishnah says that uh, that ain lahem pidyon, that even though something that something is kodesh and it's ain lahem pidyon, there's no such thing as something that's kodesh that doesn't have any pidyon. So what does the Mishnah mean when it says ain lahem pidyon? That's probably probably won't get to until tomorrow anyway. So let's see the uh, the Mishnah on the bottom of Chav Zayin Amid Beis. So the previous Mishnah was uh, discussing the fourth of the four types of nedarim that huter me'alehem, and that was Nidre Onsin. So our Mishnah gives us more examples of Nidre Onsin. That's at least the way the Mefarish understands, the Ritva understands, the Rambam seems to understand. However, the Tosshanim Shikubetas and others say that it's not Nidre Onsin that we're about to discuss in our Mishnah. What we're going to discuss in our Mishnah is something that's not even Mutar Me'eleim. Mutar Me'eleim sounds like, look, if you took the Nadar, it's Mutar Me'elav. These are Nidarim, that it's Mutar L'Chadchila to take these Nidarim Al-Minas, not to fulfill them. That these are Nidarim that you're allowed to L'Chadchila enter into knowing full well at the time that you're taking the nether that you have no intention whatsoever to fulfill them. So it's like a fifth category that's not even mutamei love. It's not even, a, it's, it's something that, that's, uh, that's, that's beyond all the other categories that we've had so far. But anyway, so what are we uh, discussing? Nodrun laharogin. If let's say there are listim that are coming to kill people to take, uh, so you're allowed to take a nether, um, uh, or you have uh, people who are, who are uh, 
who are bandits that are going to steal your money, or lemoks, and you have tax collectors that are appointed by the king to, to, to collect taxes, to take your money. So if any of those categories of people come to take your payros, you're allowed to take a neder, shehi truma. You're allowed to say, look, you could kill me and take these payros, but they're truma, and you're not a Kohen, so I don't know what you're going to do with them, even if you uh, if you take these payros, which obviously seems like a little bit strange. I mean, these people aren't worried about killing you; they're not worried about stealing from you. But you can tell them the truma. We're not going to we're not going to eat the truma. So Tosos and the Rush say, yeah, people are funny like that sometimes. People are very very from, but they spend their days stealing, uh, and you know they they daven along Shmonesrei or whatever. Um, you know when they, when they when they daven for Parnasa, they're davening that uh, they. Should should have more people to steal from. Whatever I don't know. There are people that are uh, that are funny like that. Um, I don't know. If funny is the right word. But um, the Mefarish and Shidum Vetsa say that no. Dafka because truma is taka more chamer than some of these things. Truma is a chiyuv misa. Uh, again, so is killing. But uh, but 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 stealing maybe uh, maybe isn't. The Rush writes that it could be that uh, the the truma is just something that's readily available, and therefore they're not meaning you could buy a lot of truma for a very small amount of money, so they wouldn't view it as worth it to uh, to commit a crime in order to access truma. Tulsus raises the question uh, what benefit is there by taking a neder to the moches? The moches will just take other things. Meaning you're going to say, oh no, I can't pay this to the tax of the king because these payros are truma. So he'll say, okay, so uh, so give me your television. Give me your 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 furniture. Give me, I mean, it'll take something else that's definitely not truma. So Tulsus says that uh, they were not rugged to take a meches from people who were bringing truma to Kohanim, that they wouldn't collect uh, taxes from people who were bringing truma to Kohanim. Rabbeinu Peretz says that the neder that shehein shel beis hamelech is a neder that you're no there to the moches, and the neder uh, shehi truma is a neder that's laharagin ulcharamin, meaning enochinami. When we, we, we had three cases of people, three examples of people, haragin, charamin, and mochsin, and, uh, and, and, and we're going to see, we only read truma so far, but we're going to see the Mishnah's going to give two examples of what you're being no there that it is, either that it's truma, or that it already belongs the Beis HaMelech, that, it, that it's something that, that belongs the Beis HaMelech. So when we say Shein Shal Beis HaMelech, that's for the Moches. But in Echinami, to say that it's Truma is not going to help for the Moches. To say that it's Truma is only going to help for the Haragin and Haramin. So anyway, so you say that it's Truma, and Afal Pi Truma, even though you know full well that it's not Truma, or Shein Shal Beis HaMelech, you say that these items are the Nechas, are Nechasim that belong to the Melech, even though you know that they do not belong to the uh, to, to, to the Melech. So, uh, so, so, that's, uh, so you're allowed to say these things, even though you know that these things are not true, in order to avoid getting, uh, getting attacked or having these items taken away from you. So the Mishnah has Machlokas Tanayim. When does this have to apply? So it's going to be Machlokas Beisham Beisilel, but really three Machlokas Beisham Beisilel. So Beisham Beisham Bakol Nodrin. In any situation, uh, Situation of a neder, you could take a neder to pater you from the uh, from from someone who's trying to take your money. Chutzmi b'shvua, but not you're not allowed to take a shvua. A shvua is more chamur than a neder because uh, the Ran points out by a shvua it says lo yinoke. In the uh, Otsar Gonim says in addition to that a shvua is b'shem shemayim, whereas a neder is not. So a neder is going to be more chamur. You're not allowed to take a shvua when uh, you're being threatened that your money is going to be taken from you. Beisil amrim af b'shvua. You could take a shvua. Also, that another Anishwa. That is Machlokas 
number one between the Beishavim and the Beisalel. Machlokas number two, Beishavim Yomrim lo yiftach lo beneder. You're not allowed to suggest that you will take the neder in order to prove that what you're saying is true. If the Anas asks you to take a neder, then you can respond by taking a neder. Meaning you say, you can't take this stuff, it's truma. And he says, oh yeah, take a neder to that effect. So then you can take a neder to that effect, but you cannot suggest, you cannot volunteer the neder according to the Shabbat. That you're even allowed to volunteer the neder. And then the third madiro. You're allowed to take a neder in, 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 in the uh, items that the uh, that the anos is asking for, but you're not allowed to add to that. That if the guy says, uh, "Oh yeah, I want you to take a neder that uh, that these payros are, uh, or that, uh, that that these payros are are shalbeis hamelech," so take a neder that uh, you know that you're not going to get any hanah. Although the mission is going to give an example, that you're not going to get any hanah from uh, person A today, and you say, "I take a neder, I'm not going to get any hanah from any person today." Meaning you're allowed to add to it. Kate so how, how does that play out? Amar lo, emor konim ishti nenesli. The uh, the Anna says to the Noder, I want you to say konim ishti nenesli that you're taking a neder that your wife is going to be usher to get an from you. Amar and he says konim ishti uvanai nenesli. He throws in his banim as well. So beishami amar miishto mutarasu banav hasurin. Beishami says the neder is actually binding on the banim because the Anna never asked you. To take a nether on the bottom, you decided to add that yourself. That both the wife and the bottom are mutarim, since uh, he only took that nether in order to be matzil his mamon. So we don't assume that he actually uh, that, that, that he actually uh, meant to include the banim in any sort of actual neder. The Rashash points out that even Basil would agree that you should not be Mosef on the neder, and that's why he uses the Lashon of B'dyevet, Elu ve'elu mutarim, but by the din of mutar leftach b'neder, that they even allow l'chadchila, and that's why Basil said yiftachlo, meaning you, t- the, you have to be sensitive to the lashonos. Some lashonos are lashonos of what you may do l'chadchila, and other lashonos are lashonos of uh, what would work b'dyevet, but not what you're actually allowed to do uh, l'chadchila. Now uh, the the, uh, the the reason that the Basil holds that the bottom are also mutter is because whatever you're being mosif is only on account of the onus and just to uh, be mechazik that the guy should believe you. Um, the Shulchan Aruch adds that who did that you're allowed to take a shvua if he only asked you to take a neder. Meaning if the guy said I want you to take a neder to the effect uh, that what you're telling me is true, you're allowed to throw on top of that. No, no I'm not going to take a neder. I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to take a shvua. I'm going to make it. Even uh, even stronger. Okay, so now the Gemara asks on the din in our Mishnah. We said that one of the people that you're trying to avoid having to pay anything to is a tax collector. So says the Gemara, how can you take a shavur and neder to avoid paying taxes? Vamr Shmuel, dina de Malchusadina. Don't we know the famous din of Shmuel? That din of the Malchusadina, it's always Shmuel throughout Shas that says din of the Malchusadina. It's not clear though that anyone disagrees. It's just Shmuel was the one that formulated this din. It doesn't seem. <coughs> from the way that Dina Malchus Adin is explained by most of the Rishonim and Achronim that Shmuel was the one that came up with, uh, meaning that prior to the days of Shmuel there was no Din of Dina Malchus Adina. It doesn't seem that it was a Takhanami Drabanan that Shmuel made. <coughs> But Shmuel gave it a nice catchy uh, catchphrase, Dina the Malchus Adina. But it was always understood that you had to follow 
the law of the land. So you always have to follow the law of the land. And therefore, how could it be that you're taking a nether not to pay uh, taxes? Why do you have to follow the law of the land? Where does it say in the Torah anywhere <coughs> that you have to pay your taxes? So the Ran writes in the name of Tosos that since the Melech is the Bailim on the Aretz and uh, he can throw anyone out, so you can say, as long as you live in my house, as long as you live in my country, he's the owner of the country. So you can say, if you live here, you follow my rules. That's what the Ran quotes from Tosos Rashbam in Din also comes up. But Basur Dafnundalid writes a different reason that he says that uh, that all the Bnei Malchus by living there are makabel on themselves that malchus they're makabel all the rules of that malchus so it's about your own personal commitment by virtue of living there <coughs> you're voluntarily being makabel whatever rules the melech is going to make if i recall the dvar Vram has a big piece on din malchus adina and he suggests a different possibility of the binding nature of din malchus adina and he suggests that it's very mistaver, that of the Sheva Mitzvah Bnei Noach, Dinim is one of the Sheva Mitzvah Bnei Noach, meaning that Umos HaOlam are obligated when they have a country that they have to set up a system of law in their country. They have to make sure that it's a just society with a system of laws. So what's that going to be? What's that going to look like? We're going to say you have an obligation from the Ribbono Shalom to set up a system of laws. Oh yeah, and by the way, we're going to ignore those laws. We're not going to observe any of those laws. We're just going to pretend they don't exist. How, how does that work? We're, we're telling you that you have an obligation to set up those laws, and then we're going to ignore those laws by virtue of the fact that Shevet Mitzvah Noach includes an obligation to set up laws, so we have an obligation to observe those laws as well. Now, if you were to make a list of the top ten famous runs in Mesech Tzadarim, uh, if you were to make a list of the top three famous runs, I don't know, one, one, you have a couple of candidates, but uh, definitely top three famous runs in Mesech Tzadarim, this one certainly is on that list. If you look in Ran, well, let's see what the, the, the Gemara first. So the Gemara says, what do we do about Dina the Melchus Adina? So two possibilities. Possibility number one, Amr Avchinna, Amr Avkana, Amr Shmuel, but Mochis Lo Kitzvah. It's a Mochis that's taking whatever he wants. And, and the way some of the Rishonim understand it, at least, uh, the Rush in, in one of his uh, explanations and the Ritva, he's taking more than the Melech authorized him to take. He's, uh, he's, he's going around. The Melech authorized him to collect X amount in taxes, and he's taking more than that. So that's not Dinah the Melchus He's a Kazlan. So you could, uh, you could be no there to avoid uh, having to pay him. The Rush in his other interpretation and other Rishonim suggests that Ein Lo Kitzvah means that, uh, that, that uh, he, he's taking exactly what the Melech wants him to take, but he's not doing it uh, equitably, meaning the king says, from this city, I want you to collect X amount of dollars of taxes. And he should have uh, either evenly distributed or uh, income tax or something, some equitable system. But he's just, you know, if, uh, if I like this person, I don't like that person. So, uh, so, so that's why it's considered to be that. That's what it means that uh, that ain't no kitzvah, that there's no rhyme or reason to the tax code that, uh, that this person is, uh, is implementing. He's not mashvimidosav. He's not being fair among the B'nai Hamadina. Other Rishonim, the Shidduch Vetzis, the Ravid, say that we're talking about the Melech himself taking more than the kitzvah and the uh, the amount that's makubal that he should uh, that he should receive that's a chiddush that uh, that a high tax rate 
why does you know why does this country need such high tax rate? Uh, there are other countries that have a lower tax rate that that would be considered a mo kitzvah. A second possible answer, that we're not talking about a, a, a moches that was appointed by the king. We're talking about a moches that was self-appointed. He's he's collecting taxes shalom kedin, um, not 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 based on the din of the malchusa. Lechora it seems that Rabbi Yana is cholik on Shmuel and holds that even if uh, moches is a mo kitzvah, that that would be okay and that you would have to pay that. However, the Shittu quotes the Ritz that Rabbi Yana is just giving another way that uh, you'd be another situation where you would be allowed to evade taxes but not that uh, he disagrees with the first approach meaning the first approach of Amar Rav Chidin Amar Rav Kana Amar Shmuel Rabbi Yana also agrees that if it's ain't no kitzvah you don't have to pay the taxes because he's being totally unfair and unjust in the way that he collects taxes and also Mochis Omen Me'elov is another example but Lav Davka that there's a machlokas over here. So in Ran, Dibra Maskel, Bemochis Omimelov, says the Ran, Shalom and Mitzvah Samelech, Bekasu, Betosus, Tedavka, Bemalchi, Ovid Kochavim, Amar, Dedina, Demalchus, Adina, Mepresha, Aret, Shalom. If the basis of Dina, Demalchus, Adina, we just quoted before, the Ran and Nematosus, it's this line of the Ran. If the basis of Dina, Demalchus, Adina is that the whole land belongs to the king, so since the land belongs to him, he can say, as long as you live in my house, as long as you live in my land, you have to follow my rules. So that's only true by the Ovdi Chavim. Where he could say, if you don't like it, get out of here. But by Malche Eretz Yisrael, by Malche Yisrael, they cannot implement even Malchus Adina because Eretz Yisrael, every, every Jew has a chelik in Eretz Yisrael. No one has a right to throw a Jew out of Eretz Yisrael. So since no one has a right to throw a Jew out of Eretz Yisrael, well, the whole foundation of Dina Mochusadina crumbles. So says the Ran. This is a very popular Ran among those who don't like paying taxes in, uh, in Eretz Yisrael. Rav Shachter often points out that we don't paskin like this Ran in Shulchan Aruch. Meaning when we paskin, you have to look at which shita we follow in Shulchan Aruch. And this Ran is not even quoted on the page in Shulchan Aruch. We don't paskin like this Ran in, uh, in Shulchan Aruch. In addition to that, many of the taxes that, uh, that we pay in Eretz Yisrael are not what this Gemara is even talking about it's not talking about this Gemara is talking about taxes where the king just decides that he wants to have maybe uh, to pad his treasury to make uh, you know to build new palaces things like that where a king is collecting for his own personal benefit but when the king is collecting to distribute funds for our benefit so that he could pave the roadway so that there could be garbage pickups so that's a totally different thing that's a din in a shutfus that's like you live in a co-op or something so someone's got to mow the lawn someone's got to change the light bulbs in the hallway so you can't just say well, let other people do that they'll pay for that I'm not going to why should I pay for that no everyone is if everyone who benefits from it everyone who's part of that association has to uh, has to pay for that so that's why uh, uh, most of the taxes in Eretz Yisrael um, th- that's the mechayev of most of the uh, the taxes. It's not about din the malchus adina. So it's a, a two reasons why uh, you would still have to pay taxes despite this round. First of all, we don't pass like this round. Second of all, even if you did pass like this round, it's not talking about the same thing. It's not talking about what we talk about when it comes to taxes. In fact, uh, in Shevet Alevi, Rav Vazim and some Rish Sadiyal discusses. Well, wait a second. If we hold like the round that there's no din the malchus adina in Eretz can you run red lights? Can you uh, drive? at very high speeds can you do 
So he says, no, it doesn't apply to matters of safety. Matters of public safety, if there was no malchus doing it, we would all have an obligation to implement uh, you know, rules that would, uh, that, would ensure, uh, that would ensure public safety. And he quotes the Lashon of the Rambam, the chayavim based on the chavein hadrachim la'are miklat, u'lesakino samular chivan, u'mesirin meim kol michshol v'chol takala, v'ein manichin derech lo tel v'lo gai, v'ein derech are miklat l'amin beis amos rochav, uh, so uh, uh, we should do this always even though it's only for Rotskim uh, because we want to make sure that they're able to get to the year Miklat without being caught but that's the Lashon that he quotes that, uh, that we should always try to make sure that the roads are as safe as, uh, as, as possible um, and that's what uh, Rav Bloy writes in Pischei Choshen as well in Hilchus Kineva, that whenever it comes to public safety matters, so then it's not an issue of Dina de Malchusa. It's a totally separate, uh, separate issue, and uh, certainly one is obligated to obey uh, safety laws in order to, to maintain public safety. Okay, now the Gemara goes weiter. The Mishnah had said, You're allowed to take a nether that this stuff that this guy wants to take from you belongs to the Mesamelech, even though it's not. What's the Lashon that you're using to take the nether? You can't say that you're taking a nether because that's not answering anything on anybody. Meaning a nether implies that you're answering something on, uh, on somebody. The Samsofer wonders why is the Gemara only asking this on and not on the line that came before that that you're taking a nether it's the same kasha you're still not answering anything on anybody so he says that it could be that you answer the peros that the moches is uh, is asking for if they're not if they're not truma and the Gemara is only asking because you're saying not that the peros are shal but that he is the, that the person is me'anche beisamelech so you're not being no there on any peros and that's why the Gemara is asking that's a chiddush and how to read the Gemara you can't bother me I'm a I'm a government employee. You know, you're not allowed to. Uh, you know, I'm Shalbei Samelach. So, uh, so. But anyway, that's that's how the Chassam Sof reads it. So anyway, so it says Gemara Hechi Nadar. So Amar Rav Amar Mam Rav Ba'Omer Gei Asru Peiros Ha'Olam Alai Imin Shalbei Samelach. We have to add in a little bit that the Nether is that you're asking all the Peiros in the world on yourself if this stuff doesn't belong to the Beis Samelach. So even the Amar Gei Asru Itasro Lekol Peiros Alma. Well, says Gemara. Wait a second. Since we're saying that. The perus of the, the olam should be ushered to you if it's not shal beisamelech. So the perus, so how could we be matter you to be over that nether? That sounds like a real full fledged nether. Meaning, where well, our mission is saying you can take these adarim without any consequences. Don't worry about them. Why are there no consequences? That's a really strong nether. You should be bound by that nether. So says the Gemara. No, baomer hayom. You say that you're asking the perus of olam on yourself today if it's not shal beisamelech. Say no chinami. You're just not allowed to eat the perus today. Why would the Moches you know, be convinced by that? You say, oh, I'm telling you, this stuff is Shalbeis HaMelech, it's Shaltruma, and, and I'll prove to you that I'm right. I'm willing not to eat an apple for the next five minutes if this stuff belongs to... Okay, you, you know, you're probably not going to eat an apple for the next five minutes anyway. Hayom is not going to convince the person. You have to really, you know, you have to have some skin in the game if you're going to convince the person. Say, Ida Amar Hayom, if you said Hayom, Loma Kabla Mine Moches, Moches is never going to accept that. So 
says Gemar, Ba'omer Belibo Hayom. No, the case is that you didn't say the word Hayom out loud. Umosi Besvas of Stam, you just said uh, that you're Asring Perus Ha'olam Alai, and then Belibo, Belayv, you say the word Hayom. Tosus Mesachs Babakam and Dafkofiud Gimel points out that you could say Belibo, that you're Asring. It doesn't even have to be Hayom. It could be Shach, Asrega Echad. But if you say bimafurash that you're answering it liolam, then you're not allowed to say belibo that it's only for that day because whatever you say believe, even though we're making a special exception that the dvarim shabelev over here are happy dvarim that it still counts, it cannot go against that which you actually say. It can add perush to that which you actually said, but it cannot be soser that which you actually said. So if you say beferush liolam, you cannot then say believe hayom or uh, or this rega or this shaa. But if you didn't say Beferush Hayom, then uh, then it could be even uh, uh, then, then you, we, we're going to listen to the to Dvarm Shableif. The Alpha got this fear and Dvarm Shableif in Dvarm, even though normally we say Dvarm Shableif are irrelevant. And over here, you uh, you said a Lashon that's Mashman that you're answering it forever. So, I mean, I didn't, we should follow that which comes out of your mouth and it should be Asr forever. But in this case, the Gabionts in Shiny, in a case where there's someone there forcing you to uh, take this nether, so that's considered that uh, your Dvarm Shableif are being Mefarish, your Dibor, and that's okay. The nether is Chal only with that caveat that you add in Dvarm Shabaleif. Now we had said Vaita in the Mishnah that we have a machlokas Beishamay Beishilel where Beishamay Yom Bakol that you could take a neder but not a Shvua whereas Beishil said Yaf B'Shvua so Beishamay Yomrim Bameshu Madiru that Beishamay also said that you could only take a neder in, if the Anos is asking you to take a neder but uh, on, on a particular item but you're not allowed to add to your neder Madiru you could add to the neder even beyond what he's asking you to do so Ketzad Omelo Konomishti Nenesli so the Mishnah said that uh, the Anos says I want you to take a nether that your wife is going to be Asura for Anah from you. Right, that was the Mishnah. So Hunatana, we have a brisa that has a little bit of a different nusach in the machlokas beshamim beisilal. That beshamim omrim lo yiftach lo beshvua, ubeisilal omrim af yiftach lo beshvua. So there are two chilukim between the girsa of the machlokas, the way it's quoted in the brisa, and the way it's quoted in the mishnah. So the first is that le beshamim beshvua hu dlo yiftach, dlo yiftach lo. That according to beshamim, that it's dafka with the shvua that uh, the moches uh, you can't. Uh, Suggest uh, to take to the to the moches but apparently you are allowed to initiate if it's a neder. Whereas in our mishnah, Beishami says you can't initiate that it's only uh, the moches that can initiate. You can only respond to what he, he initiates. So that's one difference between the mishnah and the brisa. That in the brisa it sounds like Beishami holds you may initiate as long as you're only initiating a neder and not a shavua. Whereas uh, in the Mishnah it says that Beishamay holds you not allowed to initiate at all. Visu, and another difference is, Miftach hudlo yiftach lo b'shvua. Beishamay says that you're not allowed to be poseach in, in, in a shvua. Hameidar neder b'shvua. But if the, if the Anas asks you to take a shvua, you may respond in kind and you may take that shvua. But in our Mishnah we learned that Beishamay says, 
you know, take shvur at all. So those are two differences. Uh, first of all, can you volunteer a neder? And second of all, can you re- reply with a shvur to a request for a shvur? So in both uh, situations, our Mishnah was more restrictive than this brisa is. So the Gemara has two ways of resolving the stira between the mission and the brisa. Answer number one is that Beishamay holds you're not allowed to take a shvua at all, and you're not allowed to volunteer anything. And there's no stira between the mission and the brisa. The Mishnah is teaching me the dinam of a neder, whether you're allowed to take a neder and whether you can be posach b'neder, to tell me just how restrictive Beishamay is, that Beishamay is so machmir that they hold that uh, even though you're allowed to take a neder, you're not allowed to volunteer it, and even though you're allowed to take a neder, you're not allowed to take a shavua. Whereas the Brisa teaches me from the context of the dinam of shavua, not so that you could be medayik, that anything less than that Beishamay will allow. No, it's coming to tell me just how much Beis Hillel will allow that, uh, that Beis Hillel is mekel and holds that not only are you allowed to take a Shavua, you're even allowed to be Poseach B'Shavua, you're even allowed to volunteer a Shavua. And therefore there's no steer between the Brites and the Mishnah because Beis Shammai holds just like we learned in the Mishnah that you're not allowed to volunteer in there and that you're not allowed to take a Shavua at all. When the Brites says mashma that you're only not allowed to be Poseach B'Shavua, that's because the time of the Brites wants to tell me the Chiddush within Shittas Beis Hillel, who holds that you are allowed to be and therefore the Tana doesn't uh, you know, spell out just how far Beishamai goes with their Chumrah and only just lets us know that Beishamai disagrees with Beis Hillel because the point of the Brisa is not to highlight Beishamai it's to highlight how far Beis Hillel goes with their, uh, with their Kula the Rush points out, wait, so our Mishnah is trying to highlight how far Beishamai goes with their Chumrah don't we have a uh, general principle of Koach Te'atera Adif that we always try to highlight the Koach Te'atera we always try to highlight those who are being more mekel because of Koch Te'atei So he says, yeah, the Mishnah knew that there was a Brisa. So the Brisa was taking care of the Koch Te'atei So the Mishnah was free to, uh, to emphasize the Koch Te'atei It's only when it's going to be one or the other. That's when we say Koch Te'atei that we'd rather emphasize the Koch Te'atei Another possible answer, Ravashi Amar, the Brisa is not talking at all about the din, the same din that the Mishnah is talking about, about Haragin and, uh, you know, Moksin, etc. Hachiktani, what the Brisa is saying is, Beishami Yomim ain that a Chacham is only able to be Matir Nedarim, but a Chacham cannot be Matir Shvua, because a Shvua is more Chamor than a Neder. When the Bryson says, Lo Yiftach Lo Bishvua, it does not mean that you shouldn't volunteer a Shvua or this or that. No, it means that a Chacham cannot find you a Pesach in a Shvua and be Matir Yishvua, that that's only a din by Nedarim. That uh, just like the Chacham could be Matir Nedarim, so too it could be Matir Shvua. So that's what it means, Af Yiftach Lo Bishvua. Nothing to do with our Mishnah Bechlal. It's got no connection to our Mishnah. So uh, the Ran points out that the whole machlokas is on a drabanan level, but on a daraisa level, of course, he could be matir shvua as well, uh, because the hatara of a shvua is derived from the very same pasuk that hataras nedarim is derived from lo yachel dvaro, where the gemara chagigad of yud darshins who ain't a mochel of lacherim mochel and lo. So basil is moda that lachachilo also that it's aser to be matir shvua. It's only if it was hutra b'diavad that it actually is mutter. So that's what beishamai argues and says that even b'diavad it doesn't work. So really, uh, the ran limits it's this machlokas. It's not a machlokas um, w- whether uh, you're allowed to. Everyone agrees you're not, the Chacham's not allowed to. It's not a machlokas on a Darais level. Everyone agrees on a Darais level, for sure you're allowed to. The whole machlokas is, if a Chacham was Matir Shavua, 
is the, does the shvur become mutter? So that's what says, no, Mishael says, yes. That's how the Ran, back in Chav Bezam and Bez, uh, explains this, uh, this machlokas. Okay, now we move on to a new Mishnah. What exactly this Mishnah is doing here and what its connection is to the rest of the parak is not abundantly clear and it's something the Rishonim struggle with. Uh, some suggest that it's a Hemshech to Nidre Shkagos, which we had in the and Bez. Others say that since we had a Chavzayin Amralf, Nidre owns sin, so the Tan is teaching us uh, in the din of, the, of, of this Mishnah, which is somewhat similar to an Ones type of situation, even though no one's forcing you to do anything. And some say that this Mishnah is not really about this Perek. It's just dealing with the Nadarim, where it's saying, pe- where what you're saying is not really what you mean to say. So the Tana talks about this example of uh, Pevelev not being on the same page as each other, just like the other Mishnah of all these other Nidarim, where your Pevelev were not necessarily on the same page as each other, but uh, maybe not exactly like any of the previous Mishnayas. So anyway, here's the story. Um, we're going to add a little parish based on the way the Gemara understands the Mishnah, but the way the Gemara understands the Mishnah is that the background is that you see a hurricane coming or a tornado coming, and it looks like your entire orchard of trees is going to be uprooted. So you say, that I'm going to dedicate these Nitios to be a carbon if they don't get uh, destroyed. And uh, you, you intend to use the, the value of the trees and to bring a carbon with that money. Uh, or another example, you see a fire breaking out in the city and you're afraid that all your clothing is going to get ruined. So it's going to get burned. So you say, carbon im This talus should be a carbon if it doesn't get burned. So Yeshla and Pidyon, the Natios and the Talas have a Pidyon, they're Kadosh, and you could be pulled to them. But Hare Natios Elu Karban Ad Shayiktsu. But if you say that these Natios should be a carbon ad shiiktsu, so it sounds like they're gonna be Kadosh forever until your cotes them, or talzo carbon ad shetisarev, this talus should be a carbon until it gets burnt, it, it, get, it gets burnt. Then there is no pidyon prior to the uh, to the chopping of that tree, and uh, even if you are put to them, they go back to becoming kadosh again because the kedusha is chal, uh, the 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 uh, the is chal at the ktsitsa that is going to be kodesh adshiyitzitzu. So it's as if you said that you, no pidyon is going to work up until the time of the ktsitsa. We view it as if that was the deal that uh, that whatever tri- whatever pidyon I may attempt to do is irrelevant up until the time of the Ketzitza. So the Gemara is bothered by the Lashon of the Mishnah. Why does it say Yeshla and Pidyon? Uh, the reason you, it's Yeshla and Pidyon is because uh, the, there's Kedusha. Velisni Kedusha. So just tell me that it has Kedusha. And I'll know that things that have Kedusha are Yeshla and Pidyon. Just like any other Hegdish has Pidyon. Really, that's the Kedush of the Mishnah. That even though you're told the Kedusha on a Tanai of Ketzitza, the Kedusha is going to be Chal. So the Tana should have said the Iker Kedusha. And also in the Seifa, why does the Tana say ain't lampidion? Uh, just the real Kiddush is ve'in kedoshos. It should say that it's not kedoshos, and that's why it's ain't lampidion. So it says, "My idibal Mr. Seifa ain't lampidion." Since in the Seifa it wanted to teach me 
that ain't lampid yom, and 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 it has to use that lashon in the sefer because to say ain kedushos is not true because adraba. It's a, the reason saying lampid is not because they don't have kedusha. It's because they have so much kedusha. It's an irredeemable kedusha. It's a kedusha that you're not allowed to even be poda. So that's why tanami reisha yesh lampid So that's why to keep things consistent, the reisha also says yesh lampid and does not use a lashon of kedushos to say that it's uh, that that it's. Uh, Kadoshos. Um, the uh, the so we, the the the, uh, the what we're saying is um, agav the seifa we uh, alter the lashon of the ratio which is somewhat unusual but sometimes the gemara does that that uh, the seifa will be the, will be in the driver's seat in determining the language that we're going to use for a mishnah um, so the gemara explains well hechi nadar the gemara wants to know what lashon were you makdish these natios if you say that these natios will be a carbon of enon nixasos so uh, what does that mean enon Every tree eventually is nixas, is eventually going to be cut down. So the hagdish should not be chal at all, because we know that the tanai that you're making is never going to be fulfilled, because every tree ultimately will be uh, is no tree lasts forever. So it can't be that you were uh, that you were told of the hagdish in a tanai that's definitely not going to be makuyam. So says Mar no Amar Ameimar Ba Omer Im Eino Nitzasos Hayom Va'avar Yom Velo Nitzatzu. No, the case is you said these nitzios should be a carbon if they don't get chopped down today and since you're 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 limiting it to a particular zman of just today so we can wait we can wait out the day and see if the tonight is fulfilled so that's a tonight that could very easily be fulfilled or not fulfilled and uh, that will uh, determine whether they're kadosh or not whether your your neder is chal or not so since they didn't get chopped down that day on the day that you took the neder so the tonight was fulfilled and the neder is going to be chal well says pshita, meaning isn't that like that's like abc's right you're taking a very obvious tonight that's a bifanenu that we're able to see right in front of us. You see the kiyuma tonight. Well, it's, it's kiyuma tonight, so then that's going to be chal. I don't need a mishnah to tell me in the end of the third paragraph over here that uh, that such a tonight is going to work. So says Gemara. What we already explained when we read the mishnah. We're not telling us that the, the mishnah is not telling us that tonight is going to work. Uh, of that day that the net is going to be chal. No, so in that case where there's a hurricane, where there are very strong winds that could, uh, that could uproot the Natios, and you're maktish the Natios, meaning if the wind doesn't uproot them, and the Chiddush of the Mishnah is that there's room to say that the Hegdish should not be chal, because you didn't really have Gemir Stas to be maktish them, you were only maktish them because you thought that for sure your, your whole field, your whole orchard was, was a goner, that it was all going to be destroyed by the impending storm. Had you known that it was not going to be uprooted, Maybe you never would have been makdashit, and therefore maybe the hektish shouldn't uh, shouldn't be chal. So the mission is mechadish that the hektish is chal. Even so, since you knew that there's always a possibility that it's not going to be nekar, right? Now, all the time they say, "Oh, the biggest hurricane is coming," and sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. We don't know what's going to happen and what exactly the extent of the damage is going to be. So it was always a possibility that the trees were not uh, going to be uh, going to be uprooted. So the Gemara proves that the uh, that the mishnah is talking about such a case where you see that there's an imminent threat to the trees and, and that's why he took the nether and the, and the Gemara is going to say and, and we see parallel in the case of the talus as well. Vakatanila 
It says by the din of the Natios in the Mishnah, Gabetalis. It says the din of the, the Natios right next to the din. It juxtaposes it with the din of a Talis, where you say, Talis o carbon im enu nisrefes. So uh, it becomes Hagdish and it has Pidyon. Now, by a Talis, you can't say that you meant to be Makdish if it doesn't get burnt on a particular day. Because what? The Talis, the Shreifa Kaima? Who, who thinks that way about their Talis? That, uh, you, know, who, who, you know, who woke up this morning nervous that their Talis might, uh, might, might get burnt? That's not something that normally happens to a talus, a stam talus is not omedli saref. So how could you uh, make a tanai in the hegdish and something that's not shaykh just doesn't happen? So it says, in, uh, we, we knew, we, we must uh, make an ukimta in the Mishnah, that there's a fire that's raging, and therefore it is shaykh that the talus would get burnt. And that's why you're told in the nether and the tanai that if this imminent threat doesn't come to fruition, if it doesn't actually destroy my talus, then the nether will be chal. So chanami dika zikana so here also, there's a very strong wind, there's a hurricane that's coming, and therefore your makdish, if it doesn't destroy the trees, the I might have thought that he thought that the Natios have no chance, that they're never going to be saved, and therefore you have to take a neder, and that's why he took the neder, because you really didn't have any intention whatsoever to be makdish, because you didn't think that they're, that these trees were going to be saved. So it's like Nidre Shkagos, where there's no real Gemirastas, and the neder should not be so that's what the Mishnah is telling me that you did have intention to be makdish them even if the trees don't get uprooted and you're not sure that they're going to be uprooted and therefore it's not a situation of nidre shkagos and the hegdish is in fact uh, going to be going to be chal okay but from tomorrow we'll pick up at the two dots at the bottom of the page everyone have a wonderful day thank you Ah, ihr seid gesund.